0: Welcome to the Creating Us podcast, hosted by the Office of Leader and Culture Development. My name is Jason Weber, your host, and I'm excited to be with you as we talk Simple Truth number 29. All right. Well, first, let me start off by saying what a week it has been. So here we are, the week of January 30th, and we're ending the week on Friday, February 3rd. We've had ice, we've had a whole bunch of just other stuff, which has caused we're open, we're delayed, we're closed, we're open, we're delayed. It's just been one of those interesting weeks. But regardless, it's Friday, it's beautiful out here in Lubbock, and uh, I'm excited for the weekend and excited for warmer weather that is coming our way. So today we're going to be talking simple truth number 29, and you know, I'm at the point with all of these simple truths when I open up to the truth that we're going to cover I'm just like, man, I, I love this. Like, this was such a good one, and and today's was no different. So today's lesson starts with a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson: "Self trust is the first secret of success." And you know, this one hits me a little bit different because it wasn't until maybe a few years ago, and you know, when I really started thinking about self trust, and what I mean by that is. You know, when we think about trust in the workplace and from an organizational context, which is generally what we function from, it's outward facing, meaning it's how do we trust others? How do we build trust within our teams? How do we build trust? And again, it's outward. But the lesson today is focusing on self trust or inward. And it's only been within the last, again, maybe couple of years that I've placed such an emphasis on self-trust because what, what came to me is I think we often miss and we overlook the fact that if we truly want to be effective in developing workplace relationships, if we want to be effective within our organizations, within life, within the community uh, that we're involved in, whatever that may be we have to first understand who we are as individuals. And I'm going to use the word leader today as we go through, because that's the context of this lesson. But I would make the case that you can replace that with anything. And again, it's not positional. It's the ability for us to develop meaningful relationships regardless of where we're at. And so what does it mean To trust yourself. So let's dive in. We're on page 79 um, in the Simple Truths book, if you have that. What it means is is that you have a confident belief in your mission as a leader. So essentially, what we're saying is that you have confidence, you have an awareness about who you are. Now, I I made the statement earlier, or I made the statement on an earlier recording of this, but I think we often overlook ourselves. I think we often overlook having clarity and really understanding who we are. I think at times we become more focused on others. Maybe it's because when we're at work, our relationships are others-based. And so we just naturally have that focus. I don't know. But this is a great reminder for us to really look internal, to say, all right, Who am I as a person? And just like the the quote that we had by Ralph Waldo Emerson, which is self-trust is the first secret of success. Then what we're saying is we have to start with us first. And so, you know, they add, Ken and Randy add, a leader without a clear purpose is like a ship without a rudder. It's taken wherever the wind blows. If I don't know what I stand for, then how can I stay my ground? How can I more myself? How can I ground myself? If I don't know what I stand for, if I just kind of go with the flow based on what everybody else thinks, then I'm never really going to accomplish anything. I'm never really going to make any movement. I mean, sure, I may make it to the next step, but let's be honest, it was luck. It was the wind blowing you in that direction. So it's important that we understand Again, what is our mission? What is it that we are, what, what defines us? So from the book, Leading at a Higher Level, there are some key steps. And I want to encourage you, uh, grab a sheet of paper, grab some notes. Um, I want you to write down these questions. Uh, the beauty is, as a podcast, you can pause and rewind and do all that kind of stuff. But, but I really want you to engage in this activity with me. It's, it's not, it's not um, difficult but it is going to require some space for you to really think. And so let's go through these questions. The first question is, list the key events and people in your life that have shaped your beliefs about leadership. Again, list the key events and people in your life that have shaped your beliefs about leadership. Now, here's one thing that I would argue is that we can replace leadership with success, with accountability, with values, with mission, with happiness, with fill in the blank. But essentially, what are those key events and people that have made an impact in your life? Number two, what lessons have you learned from these key events and people? As you reflect on it today, what are the lessons that you're able to pull? Now, I would argue that just because we pull a lesson today doesn't mean that that key event or key person is, we can kind of check them off. I I believe, because I've experienced it, that as we mature, as we grow older, as we have more experience, when we reflect on those key events and key people, that we see things just a little bit different, and there are lessons that we may not have known were there, But when we think about it, we realize, wait a second, there is a lesson there that I could have learned or that I can apply today. All right. Number three, based on those lessons, what are your top three to five values when leading others or when working with others or when around others? So what are your top three to five values? Here's the beauty of it. There's no right or wrong answer. So don't worry about, ooh, I I need to make sure I've got the right thing. No. What are the things that you value, the things that you stand for? Number four, as a result, what can your team or others expect from your leadership in the future? So this is a question about when you're working with others, what can others expect from you? So what is it they're going to get? Because if I can't answer that, then that's a clear indicator that I don't have an understanding or clarity around who I am as a leader. And so we should be able to say, this is what others are going to get when they work with me. Maybe it's humor. Maybe it's honesty. Maybe it's directness. Maybe it's persistence, tenacity, accountability, clear communication, right? What is it that people could expect when they work with you? Number five, what are your expectations of yourself and of others going forward? What's your standard? What does success look like? How will you know you've made a positive impact? How will you know you've made an impact? So what is your standard? What are the expectations that you have of yourself and of others? Now, I know that and of others may be an interesting question where you're like, well, wait a second. Why would I have expectations of others? Here's the deal. Whether they're written down or not, we all have expectations. Here's an easy example. If, If I were to walk into a room and I said, good morning, what would a common expectation be? Well, it would be that you respond back to me, right? And if you don't, I might get offended. I might be like, excuse me, I said, good morning. Now, that's an expectation that I have of myself and of others, But it might not be an expectation that others have. And so as we think about what are the expectations we have of others, first, what is it that I expect of myself? What are the standards that I'm setting? And then secondly, what are those things that I would expect of others? And that's another opportunity for us to clarify how we build relationships with others. And then number six, what is the leadership legacy that you want to leave? Again, what is the leadership legacy that you want to leave? What is it that, you know, whenever, if you leave, when you retire, when you, whatever it is, what do you want to be known for? Like, what do you want people to say about you? That, oh man, you know, they were somebody who was consistent. They were dependable. You know, they were funny. They, they always lighten the mood, uh, just their presence alone. I mean, just whatever that may be. And again, it's going to be different for each of us. There's no right or wrong answer. And I would even argue that it's fluid. It's going to move. So have it available, remind yourself of it, and then make tweaks and changes as life changes around you. I think that's a very natural thing to do. Now, I I wouldn't recommend changing it every day, but give yourself some time. Check in. Maybe you check in more often than, than not at the, at the beginning. But whatever it is, I want you to take your time to think through your answers to these questions. And then what we can do is as a team, we can talk about it. We can engage and we can say, Hey, I want everyone on this team to go through this activity. And then let's talk about it at our next team meeting. And as a sneak peek. The reason that we include this, discuss it as a team, is that simple truth number 30 is someone must make the first move to extend trust. Leaders, go first. And so we're going to talk about someone's got to start, right? So think about these six questions. Take your time. Write them down. And I would encourage you, have a discussion with those around you. And uh, get ready for next week when we talk simple truth 30, which is someone's got to start. I wanna thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Creating Us podcast. If you have any comments or questions, please let me know at jason.weber at ttu.edu. Until next time, take care.